fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Haydner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Final What is going on? It's your boy, the Wolf of Roto Street. RotoStreetJournal.com. We breed and feed you fantasy wolves here with your week 15 preview. You know it. The best time of the year. Cheer is in the air. It's getting colder out there. Presents under the tree. Ugly sweaters on. None of that matters because it's the fantasy football playoffs, baby. Let's go. You probably could tell I got a little extra buzz in my step, but it's not because I haven't taken a sip yet. It's because the fantasy playoffs truly are the most exciting time of the year. Filled with plenty of heartbreak, and I apologize in advance if I help contribute to any of that heartbreak, if I miss any of these questions for you. I'll do my damn best to not get those questions on in, but Wolfpack, it's the best time of the year. You know it. We got a good game for Thursday Night Football here, too, with the 49ers and Seahawks, a good divisional clash. Nothing could be better than this. Let's go, Wolfpack. I don't want to waste any time because we already have 20 questions live in this chat. Hopefully, you get yours on in there. I'll get through them all. Of course, as always, the super chat is greatly appreciated. Support your boy, and you can cut the line. If you have a Thursday night football crunch that you just got to get in there, make sure to just toss a few bucks. It will help your boys around this Christmas time, Christmas spirit, baby. We'll go such a long way. I bring you good luck too, but no, so appreciate if you can't do that, that thumbs up button also is so greatly appreciated. It helps us get out to more people. Wolfpack, please do consider hitting that and helping us get out to more people and supporting the pack. And right off the top, before we can even get into this Thursday night football game, my man, Steven Drake's consistently supporting your boy. It is not a notion. It is so appreciated, man. Thank you so much, Steven. I greatly appreciate it. Should you play Ayuk tonight? You already have CMC. Or should you flex Mostert, Jamal, or Strong if he starts? Half PPR, great question, Stephen Drakes. I'm running through some Ayuk decisions myself. I have a buy in my main league, but I also have my my Holy Cross boys, my college league, going tonight. And I'm facing CMC. I'm facing Kittle. I'm facing Ken Walker. And I have to decide on, do I play Brandon Ayuk? So, Let's dig into a little research I did to help me make this decision. And I'll just, spoiler, I'm putting Ayuk in there. I had between Ayuk, I had between him, uh, Donta Foreman, or Gabe Davis. And I'm going Ayuk tonight without Brand, uh, Debo Samuel in the lineup. So this is just kind of jumping ahead for us, Stephen Drake. We're going to preview Brandon Ayuk in depth. So thank you so much. So greatly appreciate for your support. In the eight games, Brandon Ayuk has played without Debo Samuel. So he's got 34 games with Debo, eight without him. He averages 15.38 PPR points per game, seeing five receptions, over five receptions on average, nearly eight targets a game, nearly 60 yards a game, and scoring eight touchdowns in those eight games. So he becomes a much more viable scoring threat. He's only had one such game this year without Debo Samuel. And how did he do? 20.1 PPR fantasy points. Now, obviously, one game, small sample size, but with eight games, he averages three points more than he does with Debo in the lineup. Pretty good, solid sample size there. If any of you remember his rookie year, he went ballistic for a few games without Debo and George Kittle in the lineup. He was the wide receiver three, in fact, behind only Tyree Kill and Devonta Adams. So we know the ceiling is massive. 
a little bit capped with you have Brock Purdy, but Purdy, honestly, I mean, you guys know, if you've been watching him, the guy has some moxie. He's playing well. I honestly don't see it as this steep downgrade below Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, in terms of experience and playoff uh, you know, ceiling, maybe a little bit more capped, but I really like what this Purdy kid is showing. And Seattle, the one risk, and this is the one reason, Stephen, I'm a little bit nervous. We know Woolen, that cornerback, the rookie, he has been an absolute monster. Sauce Gardner was not in the rookie discussion, and clearly he's running away with the defensive rookie of the year. But right behind him is the Seattle cornerback. He's been a beast. I don't know if they shadow him. They do move around Brandon Ayuk quite well in the lineup, and especially when Debo's out. I think this is a spot you have to play the guy. He hasn't been below nine points in like what since week seven and has a couple good solid blow up games in that stretch run as well. So I feel really solid about Brandon Ayuk again. Those splits without Debo, he's been much better, plus three overall in those eight games, but really that monster earlier in the year as well. So I really like Ayuk tonight. I'm putting him in. He's a top 20 wide receiver play for me this week. Really big fan of Ayuk. So thank you for asking that one, Stephen. It definitely, you know, was going to be covered anyways, but your support means the world. In comparison to most of it, we got Jeff Wilson potentially playing a snowy, gross day. Like maybe that's more of a run game. Jamal Williams, yeah, the touchdowns are nice, but when he doesn't score, we've seen it last week. I mean, it is ugly when he doesn't score. So a big risk there. And strong, it's just, you know, if he starts, I don't think he starts. I think Damian Harris plays. I think even if Harris doesn't play, we'd see Kevin Harris getting the start. And I think Strong will have a role. We're going to talk about him a little bit later as one of my favorite higher, lower Hail Marys at the running back position, but not even close to the conversation with Brandon Ayuk. So I'm going Ayuk tonight. I'm going him over uh, Donta Foreman. Like I said, Donta Foreman and Gabe Davis myself. And yes, you do have some good options here, but I'm still rolling Ayuk over those three. Let me know how it goes. I mean, we'll, we'll find out. Let me know if you decide to go with me tonight, Steven. But we're riding the IU train, baby. Cannot wait. Let's go. Early fireworks. Let's shoot them off, baby, tonight. Oh, can't wait. Come on, IU. Let's go. Thank you again so much, Steven Drakes, for your support of the show. And if you want to super chat again, you can cut that line, get ahead of everybody else, beat the news. Uh, but ultimately, a free way to help us out. Over 30 already here right from the kickoff. Let's go. Love to see it. Give us that thumbs up button. Please consider doing so if you enjoy the show. It does truly help us get out to more people and continue to grow the pack. We're 20 away now from 3K. We are so close. We'll back every week. It seems like we get another 10, 20, 30 of you. It's been awesome. So if you like the show, if you're new around here, please do consider hitting that sub button. We'll be answering your questions live multiple times a week. All right, enough of the promotions. Let's dive in to the content. And again, feel free to jump that line with a super chat. I saw my man Campanelli moderating down there. Love to see you, Campanelli. Good to see you as always. Let's dive in. 49ers at Seahawks. Quick preview of the game. If you like to bet, here's my take on it. I think I'm going to take the 49ers. I don't know that they absolutely smash the Seahawks. I do think they keep it semi-close, but three and a half, you know, just having to have four points or more. I think this 49ers team is rolling, even without Debo. Now, I get it. They're only 2-8-1 against the spread against Seattle in their last 11 games. Seattle, the Seahawks, meanwhile, are 8-2-2 two two against the spread in their last 12 Thursday contests. So history would be on the Seahawks' side. They are the home team. I really think this 49ers team is special, and they're peaking at the right time, though. I wouldn't be shocked to see a touchdown, maybe even 10-point win here. I do think points will be scored. So that 43 over under, yeah, short week Thursday night, sometimes that does lead to lower scoring games. I don't buy it here. The Seahawks are sixth in the NFL in scoring. They're averaging 26.3 points per game. They have 24 and six of their last seven games. And this is a Seahawks defense that could limit that. 
We'll see. But I think they'll do their part in terms of the – I definitely expect the 49ers put up about 24 to 30 points. I could see the Seahawks getting 20 or more. So I think that 43, not unreasonable for this game to hit with two good offenses despite the good defensive game for the 49ers. The one risk would be does the clock just get bled and bled and bled because Seahawks are the second-worst deep run defense in the league. I think CMC is going to have no problem – pounding it down their throat tonight uh, so if you have cmc and i'm facing like i said i'm facing him so you know, I, I posted a little tweet tonight like sparta tonight we dine in hell brandon Ayuk. we gotta we gotta really step up here uh, as the underdogs but we'll see i think he's gonna go crazy but you knew that was happening anyways great spot for cmc if you have him tonight i will say last point on this game though Stash Jordan Mason. Uh, we, uh, obviously, God forbid something happens to CMC. I have him in my main league where I have the buy. Obviously, I pray nothing happens to him, even though I'm facing him in leagues. Like, you never want to see it. But Jordan Mason has been really solid 50 yards in back to back games on limited carries and over five yards of pop on the year. Looks really like a great fit. He's only 12% rostered right now. If something did happen to CMC, you'd beat the rush. He could be a smash play uh, as the featured back in a Shanahan offense. He's the clear cut number two, TDP inactive. It's definitely Jordan Mason here. So definitely a stash ahead of this game, especially if you're on a bye week. Why not cut your kicker, get a little handcuff action going here? And Purdy is playing tonight just to make sure everybody is aware of that. The one other question, it's up in the title here. Should you start Ken Walker? That's the one other really big name tonight that I can imagine we're getting a lot of questions in on. So let me just give you my quick spiel on him. Of course, I'll hit your specific questions in a little bit, about 35 minutes or so, just to make sure you're all clear. I'm going to go through some content for you real quick. But Ken Walker, you need a take on him. Let me tell you what I think. I'm plus 12 VCR. I have him at running back 17. I'm shocked. He's nearly the running back 30, the rankings right now. This guy, since taking over the backfield, 15, 18, 29, 12, 26, 10, 16 points. And then last time, four, but he got hurt. He got knocked out early. He had been a top 24 running back in every single game. He had been the main back, and he had been top 10 in over half of those games. I mean, he is an absolute beast. They started incorporating him more in the passing game. Practiced in full. There is no injury concerns coming into this game. Everybody's hurt at this point of the year. So when you get a full designation, that's a great sign. So I think we're going to get a full 100% Ken Walker. The bigger question is, okay, the 49ers run D. The fewest points allowed to running backs by a long stretch. Only 13 points allowed to the running back position right now. But I think just have faced kind of weak competition. I'm not overly terrified of this run D. Sure, they've only allowed four running backs to top 10 fantasy points. Khalil Herbert, 10 Melvin Gordon, 14. C-Mac had nearly 20 points. And then James Conner, 12.4. And those are like, that's how you can tell. Like, they just have not faced the most amazing competition. They do have unbelievable linebackers and a good D-line, but they're thin up front. Some injuries coming into this week here. So I definitely think, you know, that floor is pretty nice for Ken Walker, given what we've seen. When he stayed healthy again, he's had double digits at every single game. He's been a top 24 running back in every single game. Nice baked in floor. So like, how is he outside the top 29 running backs? I, it makes no sense to me. So running back 17 for me, of course, if you have some pretty good options, like you know, Zonovan Knight versus Ken Walker, things like that can get a little tricky here, but I am probably rolling my stud. I love that player. I think he's a beast. And I do think he could do a little bit of damage here on the 49ers. So most cases, I'm going to say Ken Walker getting that out up front here for you guys. Uh, wanted to make sure that's clear. If you have any other questions about this game, again, I do encourage that super chat. We should be able to get through all the questions, but I just want to make sure I get to any Thursday night football ones uh, uh, about anything of that nature. So do consider that button. 
if you want to cut the line, just like Lucius just did. Thank you so much for the support, Lucius. Go Ayuk or Pittman this week. Thank you. Oh, that's a brutal one, Lucius. They are truly my wide receiver 20 and wide receiver 21. But which one do I have higher? I'm not even kidding you. That's like genuinely how they shake out. I do have Ayuk at 20 and Michael Pittman at 21, though. Uh, the, the matchup's a bit better for Pittman. The best spot for outside wide receivers, in fact, is facing the Minnesota Vikings. I'm high on Pittman this week, no doubt about it. He's seen eight-plus targets in eight of his 13 games. I mean, he's going to be in a really good spot this week. I still want to roll Ayuk just again for those splits without Debo Samuel in the lineup. He's averaged over 15 points per game. He had 20 points in his one game without Debo this year. It is a tough matchup. Seahawks do have a good secondary, especially that number one corner, that rookie. He has been shockingly good this year. But I still just – they move Ayuk around enough, especially when Debo's out of the lineup. I think a big play is all you need is just one – Big one to open up the game, and I wouldn't be shocked to see that happen early, see some fireworks right off the bat. So I'm going Ayuk, but like I said, it is 20 versus 21. It couldn't be any closer for me. They both have great upside cases. I like both of these options, Lucius. But if it's one or the other, very slightly, I'm going Brandon Ayuk tonight. Good luck, Lucius. Thank you so much for your support of the show. It's so greatly appreciated. Let's continue diving in. Uh, as Fatty Mateo says, this is what we play for, boys. This is the best time of the year. So I'm going to rip through some quick news and notes across the various positions here. There's actually not a ton of it. So we're going to get through this quick. We're going to get right into your questions very, very shortly, Wolfpack. So I appreciate your patience. and I do appreciate any support from you guys, that thumbs up button. Like I said, it does truly help us. Wouldn't keep saying it if it didn't. Mike White was limited, but he is expected. Said he has no doubt he's going to be playing. And coming off his worst game as a starter, but still wasn't even horrible. I, I love the toughness I saw. He was making some real nice throws despite those banged up ribs and had over 330 yards in his first two games of the year. Gets a Detroit defense giving up the most points to quarterbacks. Big fan of Mike White this week. Justin Fields practicing in full after the bye. There's an illness and there's some worry that he might miss. No, he's playing and he's locked into your lineup. We'll talk a bit more about him. Lamar Jackson not playing in Baltimore's week 15 game as expected, but we do have Tyler Huntley cleared from concussion protocol. I know we disappointed last week. I'd have a hard time going back myself after he almost cost me a playoff spy. Thankfully pulled that one out. Mike Williams coming through for me on Sunday night football, baby. But Tyler Huntley, I still think he's in a really good spot. He's my Hail Mary quarterback of the week. We're going to talk about more details why in a little bit. But I I wouldn't have a top 18 quarterback for me. We'll see. If you're in a super flex league, I would go check if Tyler Huntley got dropped by a frustrated owner. And then Russell Wilson, he returned to Broncos practice in a limited capacity. <laughs> Who gives a shit? If you're trusting Russell Wilson at this point, you do not deserve to win your playoff game, even if he's coming off his best game of the season. Only three quick running back notes. Saquon Barkley, not on the week 15 injury report. They'll expect his typical monster workload. He has been trending down lately, but it's still a top 12 running back play. No doubt about that. In my mind, Ramondre Stevenson not practicing on Thursday. Meanwhile, uh, Damian Harris did get onto the field, a limited practice. And I really like Damian Harris. We'll go into some details in higher, lower Hail Mary. Why? But Guy scored 15 touchdowns last year and he's about to be that lead back. And last but not least, Jeff Wilson, questionable for the Saturday night game against the Bills. We'll obviously be tracking that news for Saturday when we go live at Old Planters Brewing, baby. If you're local, get your ass over to Beverly, Massachusetts. Old Planters Brewing would be so cool to meet some of you, especially if I haven't already, but still would be a blast whether you're from out of town, wherever. 
Come on down. Meet the Wolfpack if you can get there locally. It'd be so much fun. We'll watch all those 1 p.m. games, 4 p.m. It's going to be a blast of a day. They have such good beers there at Old Planners, too. So if you can make it this Saturday live, we'll be live streaming it as well on um, on uh, Saturday at 11 a.m. We'll be live answering all your questions, getting you primed and ready. But if you can make it live, that'd be great. All righty. Moving now to the wide receiver position. Before we do, we got a couple more Super Chats. The holiday season has some people in generous moods. And if it's so greatly appreciated, Wolfpack, it truly does go such a long way uh, for this. Wolf, you're an American icon and the best in the business. God bless. Captain Quint, you're a friggin' legend too. Man, I would do anything to get back up to Vermont and uh, have one of those bachelor parties like we did that summer. That was a fucking awesome time. Thank you so much for the support. Please do let me know if you have a question, Captain Quint. It'd be, uh, I'd be happy to answer it. I'll keep my eyes peeled in case anything comes in. But thank you so much for your kind words. Hopefully you're rolling to the playoffs. And Joe Lopez, $5 Super Chat coming in. Thanks so much, Joe. What can we do for you? Need wide receiver two and a flex in PPR. Walker, Swift, Z- J- Jamal Williams, Foreman, Gibson, B. Robinson, Lazard, Zay Jones, De- Deontay, and Peoples-Jones. Whew. Joe, we got a bunch of options to sift through here. Thank you so much for the support again. Let's figure this one out. So I'm definitely going to go running back for the flex here. Um, I, I don't love these receiver options. We'll pick out my favorite one because we have to for your wide receiver too. Um, let me just sift through these. I'm not going to lie. And this is a riskier one. I'm feeling Kenneth Walker here tonight. Like running back 17 in my rankings. Get running back 29 these year. I don't get it. So most experts will probably tell you to sit him. I just, you look at these other guys, Swift and Williams, like, nibbling each other's cheese and then you got justin jackson playing you know 30 percent of the snaps last week seeing you know, eight targets whatever it was don't love that foreman nice 24 carries but 14 went to chuba who outproduced him he's always at risk of getting game flowed i do like brian robinson a lot he's probably the next closest for me to kenneth walker here um love the matchup against the giants he seems like he's really getting his legs under him obviously and, and very understandably came along slow after that crazy incident getting shot in the preseason. He seems to be getting better and better by the week, though. You love to see the recovery he's making. He's easy to root for. So if I wasn't going Kenneth Walker, I would probably be going Brian Robinson here. I'm I'm going to fire up my stud, though. Like I said, Walker been a top 24 running back every single time he's made it through a game. The only time he wasn't uh, since he took over um, in week five. The only other time he wasn't was because he got hurt. And he's off the injury report. He practiced in full. So I imagine he's going to be full and ready to go. The matchup's scary. I understand that. But they are thin on the D-line tonight, the Seahawks are. All it's going to take is one quick touchdown for Kenneth Walker, which he's been a monster at the strike this year. They talked about elevating his receiving role. Got DJ Dallas banged up. Travis Homer looked like a bag of shit last week. Sorry if anybody played him on my recommendation. Walker's a beast. I'm trusting him. So I'm going to go Kenneth Walker for the flex here. In terms of the wide receiver position for you, Joe, Lazard, Zay, Deontay, Peoples-Jones, all in that, like, uh, you got to play him wide receiver three tier. So I hate that this is your wide receiver two. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to shoot on anybody's team here. You're in the playoffs. Love to see it. Uh, man, I think it comes down to probably Peoples-Jones or Zay Jones for me. And I don't want to give you a non-answer, but we do have to track the weather here for Saturday. There's rumored to be potentially 20 to 30 mile per hour winds in that Cleveland game. And Deshaun Watson has just looked pretty damn rusty. 12 targets, eight catches over 100 yards for Zay last time out. 
Love to see it. The guy can shoulder a true wide receiver one workload with Amari Cooper banged up. So as long as the weather's not too crazy, I'm going to go Peoples-Jones. If we do get reports, though, that this is just a hideous day, it's going to be tough to throw the rock, then Zay Jones is a pretty easy pivot for me. The guy's had double-digit targets in four of his last five weeks. We just saw eight for 12, you know, 80 yards and a score. He's been a beast for Trevor Lawrence, a really reliable option. A couple bad drops. Oh, yes, he lost Cup. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, I didn't mean to shit on your team. I promise you. I, I get it. I have some pretty rough lineups that did make it through, and we're decided some tough stuff here. Uh, but right now, I would say I'd go Walker and I'd go DPJ. Pending the weather, if it's really hideous, then we're going to pivot to either. So I was going to say Deontay, but he'd be a little less affected by the weather. But I'd rather just go Zay Jones if that game's going to be hideous. If we're not going DPJ, let's go Zay. Um, and Walker for me. And if you really hate that matchup, I, Brian Robinson is justifiable as well. But I'm going to go Walker. I'm going to go DPJ, weather pent. I hope that helps, Joe. I hope I get it right for you. Thank you so much for your support of the show. It truly, all these Super Chats, guys, they go such a long way, and they're so greatly appreciated. So thank you so much for your support of the show. All righty, Wolfpack, let's continue forward with the wide receiver news. This was the most loaded news of the week Tyreek Hill, not on the injury report. I know the weather's looking rough there. That's more so why I put him on there. Snow, you know, nine inches potentially with 20-mile-per-hour winds. That could get rough. And Tua just doesn't seem like a cold-weather guy. He did tweet out, it snows in Alabama, guys. But I I don't know. Tua feels a little sketchy, too, with this weather. You're still – how do you not play Tyreek Hill in your fantasy playoffs? You'd have to have some real damn good options. He's still a top-five wide receiver for me, but it's not like the – shoe-in, no-brainer. You don't even think about set and forget Tyree Kill. It probably is, but I've seen some 10-team league questions where it's like, okay, we could at least consider it. T. Higgins, limited. Tyler Boyd, limited, but both expected to suit up on Sunday. <laughs> oh, boy. I know just saying his name is probably making a few of you crawl under your skin after this last weekend. What an absolutely fucking dickhead play by Zach Taylor, putting him for a snap, then taking him out off the – Injury report, I swear, he needs, like that deserves a fine. That's honestly misinformation. Uh, to uh, I don't know. We could go on rants and rants and rants for that. So I understand. If you have a little hesitation, a little reservation to go back to T, I don't blame you. The matchup against the Bucks isn't that great anyways. And we know Jamar Chase is the alpha now that he's back. I still have T as a fringe top 20 guy. I'd have a really hard time benching him as long as he continues. I do want to see a full practice. I mean, that would be really comforting. I could at least – Set and forget him and not talk again. Uh, but I, most likely T is going to be in my lineups, and, and I'm going to have to grin and bear the risk. I can't imagine they put us through this torture once again. So I'm going to go T. Uh, Tyler Boyd at this point, why would you even care? So he's expected to give it a go. He said he's going to, quote, unquote, make it work. I hope you're not relying on Tyler Boyd at this point of the year. Mari Cooper is practicing despite that hip injury. It seems like he'll likely play. But remember, he was on a snap count. Uh, Kevin Savancey said he's looking good. He's fighting through the injury. It just sounds like he's not at risk to miss it. But the fact that he's only had six catches, 82 yards in the first two games with Watson, two back-to-back duds, the entire offense is kind of stalling out right now. That could mean you know, Watson finally finds his legs and gets this thing going. Maybe, certainly a possibility. But there's definitely a little more added risk to Cooper. Never mind the weather, as we had just alluded to. Could get ugly there in Cleveland. So I've downgraded him a few spots. A little bit risky this week. Uh, but keep your eyes peeled on that. No Traylon Burks today in practice. That was a brutal hit he took last time out. So could be uh, Chigo Konku could end up picking up the slack there. 
uh, like he just did last week, six targets over 40 yards and a touchdown. I don't think we're going to see Traylon Burks. I think he's still a hold given how talented he is, but obviously this time of the year, Fitz, you know, you need the win. You need to scoop somebody and you need to cut him. Like it's, it's cuttable, but I still really love the player. Uh, and I'm surprised. Wasn't a guy I was super high on coming in the year. Corlin Sutton, not practicing, nor there is K- Kendall Hinton, which means another good spot for Jerry Judy. A three touchdown performance last time out. Arizona, a poorest secondary, especially the tight end. So Greg Dolchik's also in a great spot with all these weapons banged up. Both of them get pretty decent bumps because who else are you going to throw to? I mean, the ugliest game of the weekend, a, a Brett Rippian and Colt McCoy showdown. Whew, buckle up, folks. Get, get get your popcorn ready for that. I mean, will we score a total of 20 points? We don't know quite yet. But I do think Jerry Judy and Dolchik are both very much in play this week. Corey Davis not practicing on Thursday. We'll talk about Eli Moore a little bit later. And Garrett Wilson, lock him into your top 12 wide receivers. An absolute smash. Uh, Eli Moore also in play. Thank you, Campanelli. I see uh, a couple super chats have come in. So I'm just going to quickly remind you of a few more wide receivers. No practice for Deontay Johnson. This happened last week. Um, no practice for Chase Claypool. You don't really give a shit about that. Brandon Cooks did practice. And actually, if no Nico Collins this week, he could end up being a viable play when they're going to need to chase points. And Kadarius Tony is expected to return, as is Romeo Dubs, but would be tough to trust. Already Wolfpack. Uh, let me make sure to get to some super chats. We got three on the list here. Again, th- thank you so much. The Christmas spirit is overflowing from you guys. So the pressure's on. The wolf has to be at his best. Let's see what we got, Eduardo. You stashing Damian Williams and Eno to see if they end up working the last few weeks? No. And thoughts on stashing Rashid, Rashid Shahid? Also, no, in my opinion. I mean, you might be in like a 16-teamer here, Eduardo, and maybe those guys are viable. And that's the case. Like maybe one of Damian or Eno emerge for New Orleans, but I don't see much viability, much upside to any of them, including Rashid Shahid. Like none of these guys are ever going to be steady or consistent enough for you. So I'm trying to think of like a couple options that are out there mostly. Well, one, Jordan Mason tonight. You know, only 12% rostered. I check for him. Josh Kelly, 3% rostered right now. Handcuff Austin Eckler. If something happens to Eckler, we've seen Justin Jackson uh, last year in your fantasy playoffs was the number one running back of week 16 with over 30 fantasy points. So Josh Kelly been the clear number two. He's out there in almost every single league. Like I'd rather have him stashed on my bench, assuming he's out there. I'm trying to think of some of my, my other favorite potential stashes, um, some other handcuffs we've discussed. I mean, that chestnut guy for the Titans. I mean, something happens to Derrick Henry. We now have Hilliard banged out, likely out for the year. Maybe that's something. I've seen Khalil Herbert dropped in a lot of leagues. I know he's probably, if you're asking about Damian and Eno, I bet Herbert's not out there for you. But uh, those are some other options. I did talk about a bunch of handcuffs. Chris Moore out there in a ton of leagues, only 7% rostered, coming off a, a 10 catch, 120-yard day. I mean, big Chris Moore fan. Always, every time he gets used, he ends up performing quite well. So he's another guy I'd look at. Uh, I'm trying to think of any last names that pop to my mind is like a handcuff that people aren't really thinking of. Uh, I mean, Madison, I've seen a ton drop, but again, if you're asking about Damian and Eno, I'm guessing Madison's not out there. I really think Josh Kelly's probably the first one that comes to mind. It's likely available in your league and likely well worth the roster spot. I'm just going to scan my bench. You know, the one that I, I should mention here, if you're in Yahoo, Jeff Driscoll, Tight end eligible. We're going to talk about him a little bit later, but whether you're playing him or not, I would 100% want him on my rosters. Um, I've seen McCole Hardman dropped in a ton of leagues as well. Maybe you go to like Dare or Rex. 
because it does seem like Damian Pierce's injury is going to linger. So I'd rather have them. I'm just scanning here. See if there's anybody else. I mean, Ben Skoranek saw nine targets from Baker Mayfield. So like, could he be a guy? Uh, again, the guys you ask about, none of them intrigue me. So hopefully let me know, Eduardo, if any of those guys are out there. Let me know uh, if any of that helps you out. <laughs> Niklas, half PPR, Walker, Najee, Etienne, Higgins, Watson, start three. Uh, we got, let's see here. I'm going to go, these are all lumped into each other. I'm going to definitely lock in Christian Watson, the number one wide receiver since he took over as a starter across these last four weeks in points per game, nearly 25 points per game. Been insane. So he's one that I won't take questions on anymore. It's Christian Watson. Now we need two more to balance that one out. To me, Niklas, I'm going to go, I think Kenneth, I, I feel pretty good. I know the matchup again for Kenneth Walker, really scary. But as I want to keep emphasizing, the floor has been really, really high with this guy <coughs> all season since he took over. 15, 19, 29, 12, 28, 13, 17 PPR points. I know half PPR. So not far off though, because it wasn't like he was catching a ton of balls to get there. Top 24 running back in all of those weeks I just cited. The only time since he took over in week five that he hasn't been a top uh, 24 running back was when he got hurt against the Rams just a few weeks ago. So nice floor, great talent, good ceiling, a banged up D line for San Fran. They are still really damn good at the linebacking position, but I think Kenneth Walker is absolutely in play here. Uh, so I'm going to go Walker. I'm going to go Watson. Man, does it get tough from there? A little bit nervous about ETN. He's been playing 80% of the snaps. You'd love to see the, the workload, but you hate to see the production. And now he gets his toughest matchup in the last few weeks facing off against Dallas. So I think I'm leaning Najee, a, a top 10 matchup for running backs. He's looked a lot better since that plate got removed from his foot. Go figure. I mean, a, uncomfortable play with a foot, uh, plate in your foot probably. And just a nice baked in floor, 12, 10, 9, 10, 26, 10, 10, and 12 points across his last like 10 weeks. He just seems to be coming on pretty well. Good matchup for the guy. I, I want to say Higgins. Obviously the ceiling is there with Higgins and Etienne more so than Najee. But to me, like you're going for ceiling already with Watson and Walker. So I'd almost take the floor there with Najee and balance it out. Unless we get like a full practice from Higgins and he's ready to go, then maybe you can go back to that well. But I'm still nervous. I'm getting the heebie-jeebies just thinking about what Zach Taylor did to us last week. Hopefully that helps you out. Captain Quint, the people want to know, what's your favorite Christmas movie? My man supporting the show and then asking a, gen a genius question right there. Favorite Christmas movie? That's a tough one. Um, my can't misses. I'm, I'm a sucker for the Muppets Christmas Carol. I know that makes me sound like a ten year old, uh, maybe even younger, four year old at that point. But I was raised on that one. Raised on the original Grinch, the cartoon. I do like the Jim Carrey one. Did a solid job, but I love. Give me the cartoon one all day. You can't beat the uh, Charlie Brown uh, Christmas though. That's like the thirty minutes in and out. Great heartwarming message. Love me some Charlie Brown. Home. Uh, there's so many good ones. Home Alone, if you consider Die Hard a Christmas movie, obviously that's a good debate we could have another time. Not enough time. We have too many questions to answer here. Uh, but I, I love those two. Um, and then It's a Wonderful Life. I actually only recently, just like three years ago, got into It's a Wonderful Life. Man, that movie's awesome. Such a good, good feeler. Uh, so in terms of like best quality movie, it is probably It's a Wonderful Life. The meaning, the acting, all that, the story. It's so good. Um, but just like genuine heartfelt for me, what I was born and bred on. 
it's got to be the Muppets or uh, or the Peanuts, um, the Christmas Charlie Brown ones. Thank you for asking. Very nice of you. Blendo, uh, I, so one quick note. If you make a mistake, you super chat. Um, I'll always keep my eyes peeled down there. So thank you for doubling up. I greatly appreciate it. That's so generous of you to go back to the well. But I want to see your question. So if you, if you do that again in the future, um, then I will be sure to uh, look for it underneath. But thank you again for the double support. It's so greatly appreciated. Mike White or Justin Fields? Hey, to me, it's got to be Justin Fields. Uh, you know, I do love the matchup for Mike White. Detroit, the most points to quarterbacks, over 330 yards in two of his three games. I think he's going to go for 350. Like, he's a great play this week. Mike White, I really like him. Top 12 quarterback for me. But Justin Fields is my quarterback five. <laughs> I mean, since that Monday night football game where he kind of they, – they turned the keys over. Really, is actually the week before against Washington. He's had over 80 yards in all but one game on the ground. That's the key, the Konami upside. And he has been – over his last seven games, 24, 26, 43, 40, 24, and 21 points. So above 20 points in seven straight games. Top five quarterback in all but one of those when he finished as the quarterback seven. He is just too damn dynamic. I get it. Philly's a good defense. Like, that scares me. But they're going to be chasing points. They're going to need fields to do it all, to put this team on their back, to have any fighting chance, which they don't. But they're going to be playing catch-up all day. So I am a huge Justin Fields fan. I have him as my quarterback in my main league. I would never think of benching him, even in these tough matchups against Philly, against Buffalo. I get the matchups. I get why it's a question. But Blendo, you're not benching Justin Fields. No way. Too dynamic. As a rusher, he's insane. And isn't he like sixth in the league in rushing yards, like even among running backs right now? One of the most uh, prolific rushing seasons of a quarterback we've ever seen. It just takes one broken play. And it happens almost every week. Like you, you just see the him just zipping down the field for 60 yard touchdown. An absolute stud. So I am 110% going Justin Fields Blendo. Thank you so much again for your, your support, for your super chat. Uh, it means the world. We've got to know you guys are the best. Thank you guys so much for your support tonight, guys. Uh, the Christmas spirit is alive and true. And again, I truly hope I get these right for you. It is so greatly appreciated. And those of you that, uh, can't don't have the means for the super chat. I'll totally understand it. I will get to all those questions, probably a rapid fire at the end, given how many of these I have to, to answer. I love it. These super chats. Thank you again so much. I will definitely make sure to rapid fire and try to get everybody an answer before the end. Uh, but for these nice in-depth answers, the super chat is a great way to do it, but a free way to support the site over 50 here. Love to see it. Thank you so much for being here. Wolf back that thumbs up button. It does help us get out to more people. It's so greatly appreciated. All righty, Ariam. Uh, let's see how I can help you out. Need a running back two and a flex. Should I roll with Kenneth Walker fresh off the ankle injury? So if he was going to be limited at all, I imagine they would have um, kind of, he was full in practice. So ultimately removed from the injury report, not limited at all. I'm not expecting him to be limited. Um, so when your other options are Fournette, uh, Van Knight. So Van Knight's interesting. I, I actually have Zonovan Knight one spot above Kenneth Walker, good matchup against the Lions, his 17-plus touches in three straight weeks, and just great to see with, uh, ultimately, um, Mike Carter comes back, and he still sees 17-plus touches. Exactly what I wanted to see was Mike Carter get relegated back to that more natural third-down role for him, uh, which is what happened, exactly what happened. So I think we can lock in about 15 to 20 touches for Zonovan Knight in a much better matchup. And Kenneth Walker's playing and 
12, 14, 15 points. The floor is nice for Knight. He has looked very solid. I think he's like top seven in PFS elusive grade since taking over as it. So like, I mean, a lot of metrics suggesting this guy's the real deal can get it done as a receiver whenever called upon in that flesh too. So to me, as much as talent as Kenneth Walker has, I know I've recommended a lot of you guys playing and, and I, I do stand by, I like Kenneth Walker. He's my running back 17. Zonovan's my running back 16, a spot above same tier, damn close. I think I'm going to side with the safety of Zonovan Knight here, knowing that Kenneth Walker definitely has the bigger ceiling, better talent, more blowups on the year for sure. Like Zonovan feels like a nice safe bet to get you 12 to 20, somewhere in that range. It's probably going to be there. Whereas Kenneth Walker might get you six. He might get you 30. So I guess that also, I don't want to make it a non-answer and be like, what do you need? If you did need, if you're the underdog, let's say you're a six seed facing a three, that's just a monster wagon and you need a 30 point blow up. You got to go with the talent of Kenneth Walker. But I'd say about 70% of the time, most situations, I'm going to go Zun of the Night there. One spot above Kenneth Walker. So it couldn't be any closer for me. Fournette's not in the discussion for me. Timeshare with Rashad White in the, the lesser half of that timeshare at that. So Fournette, you can cross out. To me, it comes down to Knight or Walker. And I myself am going to go Ken Walker. Quit. A great question. Where can the masses buy some great... RSJ merch. We are in the last steps. We'll pack tax stuff, legal stuff this Saturday. I don't want to spoil it, but we're planning a debut at old planners on the live stream as well. We'll be bringing it up. It's going to be there, baby. So Captain, so many generous super chats, man. I love you, Captain Quick, but come on, stop. You've already paid us too much tonight. You're the fucking man. Thank you so much. Ask a question. Let me help you out in fantasy at least brother. Uh, but yes, we will be debuting uh, the, the Roto Street merch store this weekend. And I cannot fucking wait. It's it's going to be great. So it will be up soon, baby. I promise. Uh, last couple steps here to iron out. But we're we're right on the cusp. And it will be ready. I'll be up all night until it's ready before the live show. CD Aliens. I don't know if I can bring myself to start Niners. I uh, start Ken Walker versus the Vicious Niners D. I mean, CD, if these are your options... Hubbard, Akers, and Gus, you got to go with Ken Walker in that talent. I'll, again, top 24 running back. I know it's a vicious run. D. A little bit thin on the D-line tonight, though. What if one more injury strikes? I'm going to like four stringers at that point. So I I won. I, I like Ken Walker. I'm going to try to tell you out of these options, I would 100% encourage you to go Ken Walker. You're saying, F you, Wolf. I don't want to go him. My next closest guy is Cam Akers. Running back 33. Green Bay is really bad. Really, really bad run defense. Um, and he has been the lead back. Uh, they even went back to him after a fumble. I was like, oh, that's it. It's the last we've seen a uh, camp. Fumbled. He's done. And they went back to him. Only nine points on the day. But 19 the week before. He's looked a bit better uh, these last couple of weeks. And, and wow, shocking. He had a torn Achilles. Like That's a brutal thing to come back from. It usually takes at least – very rarely do anybody come back from it. Never mind after one season. So it's nice to see him looking good. They've definitely got the right matchup. And maybe Baker makes this offense a little more competent. Terrible line, though. Still a big risk. And if he gets game flowed out, like if the Green Bay gets up early, they're going to go to Kyron Williams. So Akers is my next man up. I, I would rank them Akers, then Edwards, and Hubbard. So if you really want to go someone other than Ken, Ken, uh, Ken Walker, that's how I'd rank them. Because Edwards does have the matchup, even though Dobbins has quickly reasserted himself as the lead. So don't love Edwards. Don't even love Akers, but just my next man up. But I'll tell you that, like 15 spots separate those guys in my ranking. 
So I feel very strongly about Ken Walker over these options. It is a risk. Certainly, you know, could get swallowed up by that big run D. But I, it's a risk I'm willing to take given how good he's been when he's in there. Uh, the floor has been high. The ceiling has been even higher. So I'm going to go Ken Walker myself, CD Aliens. But if you really want to get off of it, I'd go Acres instead. <laughs> Chillard. Muppets Christmas. Yes, this is the content that people love. Playoffs, baby. Let's go, Chillard. Thank you so much for that super chat. I think that cleans up all of them. I'm double checking to make sure uh, from our man Campanelli gives me the thumbs up. All righty. Wolfpack, so generous of you guys tonight. Certainly in the holiday spirit. It is so greatly appreciated. I almost, I, you know, almost cut the stream for tonight because I do want to get that merch store ready to launch for Saturday. We have those few last steps, but I was like, ah, it's playoff time. I cannot abandon the pack and, and you guys have come through. Wait, it wasn't. I didn't do it for the super chats. I just wanted to make sure to be here for your fantasy playoffs and look at you guys coming through, supporting your boy. Oh man, it's so greatly appreciated. It just validates the fact that I, that I was going to go live anyways. But man, when you guys come through like that, it just it warms the Christmas spirit, warms the heart. So, quick cheers to you before we get through the rest of this news and then get to all your questions. So at the tight end position, and thank you again so much, guys. It's it is truly. I'm not trying to sound like an asshole. I really just it's so awesome. Like so genuinely appreciated. Pat Fry did not practice today. It does. He keeps saying he's going to play. He said uh, at my lock, but he hasn't practiced yet this week. So Friday, definitely want to see if he gets that limited session in. Dallas Goddard says things are trending in the right direction from the play, and we know Goddard. I mean, top five tight end, the tight end position. I know he probably be on a little snap count, but. Tight end position is such a damn wasteland that I'd have a hard time not playing Dallas Goddard, assuming he is back in this week. And then Juwan Johnson, ankle injury was limited, but he gets Atlanta. He was an absolute touchdown maven with a top three tight end for a five-week stretch where he was just scoring touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. So Juwan Johnson, a genuinely viable play this week. The last note is on the line is Teron Armstead, questionable, but he did practice. And when he's practiced, he's played. So I expect him back, and that's great for Tua. I guess a good front for the Buffalo Bills. That could go a very, very long way. Whew. Another super chat uh, for Chillard. Looks like he's got another one. My man, you are so, so appreciate. We appreciate you. Uh, thank you so much. Always here for the, the Wolf Pack. But you guys coming through. I knew you would, but uh, you guys are the best. Thank you so much again for your generous support. Uh, guys, it, it really does. It's so awesome. So, so nice of you. Um, thanks again. I mean, I can't say it enough. I love, I would do it for free, but when the, when a little extra financial cash comes in, like all the better, maybe someday I'll be able to retire and just do this full time with you guys. Who knows? That's the dream, right? Um, but you guys are the absolute, <laughs> where would I get to the higher, lower Hail Mary? Another one comes in. You guys are too generous. I mean, I fucking love it. Thank you guys so much. My man, Charlie coming in. Watson's locked into the flex. Zeke or Walker running back too for Charlie. Good question. This is one, and I know I've been saying mostly Walker for these. This is one where I probably wouldn't absorb the risk, Charlie. And I think I would go uh, Zeke instead. I mean, Zeke has been damn solid these last few weeks since coming back from that injury. They didn't seem to rush him back. They got him healthy. I mean, look at these last game logs. 15, 18, 17, 16, 17, 16. Guy hasn't been below 15 points in six straight weeks. Whew. I am absolutely in that. I, I absolutely love Kenneth Walker. I mean, I, I love the player, love the talent, but Zeke's floor 
is damn good. Jacksonville, top 10 matchups for running backs. So, yes, as good as Pollard's been, Zeke has been a top 12 running back in all but one week, and he was the running back 13. Give me that floor. Like As much as I like Kenneth Walker, and the ceiling is there, you know, maybe he gets 30. That Zeke does not have that ceiling with, with Pollard eating his cheese now, but he's going to get you a touchdown. He's going to get you about 75 yards. The matter is, does he get two? Does he catch a few balls to go with it? I absolutely love the, the nice safe play. Unless you truly need that ceiling of Walker, it's a little bit too much risk against a really tough run D with the injury concerns. I, I, I love Walker this week, but Zeke is top 12 running back for me this week, just as he's been for literally six straight weeks. I'm, I'm, a, I'm into Zeke. Let's go. Let's go, Charles. JT86TN with another super chat. You guys are the best. Full PPR, pick two. Jamal, Najee, or Walker. So we got to bench one of these guys, JT86TN. I'm benching Jamal. <laughs> Always a risk. Three touchdown upset. But we saw last week, what happens when he doesn't score? Four points, running back 42. And even the weeks before, he's been scoring touchdowns, and that's about it. 10 points, 11 points. So running back 28, 26, and 42, his last three. We've seen both Swift and Justin Jackson sneaking into that goal line role a little bit every now and again, too. Like It's one thing when Jamal Williams, at the, at the exact goal line, it's going to be him. But in the red zone, now that Swift's getting a little more involved, now that we've got, um, you know, even Justin Jackson getting involved in the red zone, those snaps not going to Williams kind of caps the chance that he gets those monster 24-point Three touchdown, running back four days. Like we saw that four weeks ago. But other than that, even you know, 10 and 12 points before that, like there's a good chance he scores, but it might just be 10 to 11, and, and that's it. And even then, if he doesn't score, he just leaves you high and dry. 16 carries for 37 yards last week. I really just don't think he's that good of a player. He's just a great score, a great locker room. Like, love him for your fantasy locker room, but I will out of these guys, like. Najee, you know you're going to get four to five catches. You know you're going to get 10 to ten to 20 carries, somewhere in that range. And he's got a decent bet to find the end zone as well. He just seems to be coming on as the stretch run. And he's got a top 10 matchup against Carolina. Walker, obviously the risk with the 49ers, but I I just believe in the talent. And I'm going to side with the talent here. And I'm going to bench Jamal, JT86TN. Thank you so much, brother. <laughs> Captain Quinn, paying two bucks just to say, no more Walker questions. I mean, that's the question of the night. I get it. I understand. It's He's coming off an injury. He's got a tough matchup to play him, but I believe in the player. Top 17 for me. All righty, Wolfpack. I, I love all the back and forth going on. I think that cleans up our Super Chats, which allows me to get to our higher, lower, and Hail Mary. As you guys know, the longtime viewers here, I quickly ripped through the higher, the lower, the Hail Marys of the week. So you know my sets, my starts, my streams. It'll take about five minutes of position. So in 20 minutes or less, we'll be there for your time. We've got one more super chat to get. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. So let me hit that. And then we're going to get to higher, lower, Hail Mary. And then we'll get to all of your questions. But as always, I want to keep good on my <laughs> Wolf Hearts. Uh, Walker. Wolf <laughs> Emojis coming through for us. Big with chiller. Wolf Hearts Walker. <laughs> Indeed. I love that the chat you guys are going through and answering each other's questions. Love it. Keep supporting each other. Keep helping each other out as I rip through this higher, lower Hail Mary because obviously my world is not scripture. Damn close. <laughs> but I, I can have a mistake every now and again. So it's great to get some other opinions going, feeding each other, feeding and breeding in the pack. 
Love to see it. Inbred wolves, baby. A free way, of course, is that thumbs up button. If you can't super chat, oh, go, all good. But 50 of you here, thumbs up. Help us keep getting out to more people, Wolfpack. You love to see it. Let's start with my higher, lower Hail Marys for the quarterback position. Who am I sitting? Who am I starting? Who am I streaming, baby? Let's go. We talked about him earlier, but Justin Fields, I'm plus three ECR. He is in my top five no matter what. Since week seven, he's had 20 or more points in every single week. He's been top five in all but one, and he was a seventh quarterback in that week. Unbelievable rushing production with 82, 60, 178, my God, 147, 85, and 71 yards on the ground. Most often scoring a touchdown on the ground and a throwing one or so in that span. The guy's an absolute Konami cheat code. Top seven in the league in rushing yards at the quarterback position. You can't get much better than that, folks. Lock him in. No worry about him. I get the Eagles defense is scary, but he's going to need to chase some points. And that's when he's deadliest, when he's under pressure and can just zip out and run for a 60-yard touchdown out of nowhere. Love me some Justin Fields facing Jalen Hurts on the other side, wants to achieve the next up. Jared Goff, I'm also a bit higher on this week. Gets a ferocious Jets secondary. Love and respect that Jets defense. I think they're the real deal. But I also really like this Lions offense with everything on the line. They could really make the playoffs, and I love to see it. Let's go, Dan Campbell, baby. But we got 340 yards, 330 yards in back-to-back weeks for Jared Goff. Two or more touchdowns in three straight games as well. He's been the quarterback four in back-to-back weeks. Jacksonville and Minnesota, easier matchups by a long shot. The Jets are bottom five matchups. So I get this is going to be a real litmus test. Like, is he actually legit, or was it just feasting on – Matchups, but I do, as I talked about earlier, I think Mike White puts up his yards, puts up his points, and forces Goff and the Lions in a spot where they're going to need to throw. And I, I, yes, I respect the secondary a ton. I think Goff's turned a corner, though. I, famous last words, maybe that kills me in, in trusting Jared Goff, but I have him as a top 12 quarterback, quarterback 11, where he's ranked as a quarterback 16 from ECR right now. So I'm plus five on him. In terms of my lower, uh, this one's going to make some people a little bit skeptical, but Trevor Lawrence coming off a 33-point day, the quarterback won. I'm minus five on him right now this week. He's facing Dallas. The thing with Trevor Lawrence, he's been just absolutely feasting on great matchups, and, and you love to see him coming through after a really sketchy rookie year with Urban Meyer. You know, 17, 21, 25, 16, and 33, really solid outputs. But none of those matchups, they've almost all been in the top 10, and none of them have been bottom 15. His last... Three red matchups that he's had, nine, seven, and 12 fantasy points in those games. And now he gets Dallas, which is a bottom five matchup for quarterbacks, similar to Jared Goff. And I guess why do you have more faith in Jared Goff than you do Trevor Lawrence? I don't know. I don't really have a good reason for you. And Lawrence came through with me with 25 points against Baltimore. So like I, I get that too. But I just I think the Jaguars are going to get smashed. I, I think coming off that embarrassing game against Houston, Dallas comes out firing Trevor Lawrence still has that toe thing lingering. I just don't want to trust him. I personally do not trust Trevor Lawrence heading into my fantasy playoffs. Maybe he makes me look like a complete moron after 33 points last week. Sure could. Tom Brady as well. He's ranked inside the top 12 by the ECR. Guess how many times Tom Brady's been a top three quarterback? Go ahead. Guess in the comments. I'd love to see before I spoil it for you. How many games in 13 has Tom Brady been top 12? I'll count them for you. One, two, three. That's it. Three top 12 games on the year in 13 efforts. How embarrassing. <laughs> and the last time, he's he's only had one top 12 game since week six. It has been bad. It has been ugly. He's been under duress. The line is bad. It, the play calling's bad. He is bad. He's missing wide open throws to Mike Evans deep down the field. And Cincinnati's been really good. They haven't given up like two second half touchdowns 
all year. Pat Mahomes had a lackluster game against it. If Pat Mahomes isn't playing at his peak, Tom Brady, we said to be a top 12 guy. Not for me. Not going against Tom Brady. I think they're going to – the Bucs? Why do we have any faith in the Bucs right now? No, thank you. My theory of the week. Actually, a spot above Tom. This is a bit of a risk, but Tyler Huntley, quarterback, uh, yeah, 18% rostered. And the big thing is not passing. It's running. Cleveland's bottom two run D, and that's when we get Tyler 60 yards on the ground last year, or 200 yards for the air as well. I know last week, six left in the third quarter. It's scary. Started him last week. You're probably like, screw this, Wolf. Not going back. I understand. I think the guy's going to run for 75 to 100 yards against a really, really bad, let's emphasize again, really bad Cleveland run D. I expect him to have a pathetic effort. I, 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 the defense have a pathetic effort for Huntley to run in for about 75 a score. Keep in mind, this guy had a 40-point game last year. He had five starts. Three of them were in the top 12 quarterbacks. Two of them were in the top six. And he had the quarterback one performance in that 40-point day. I'm a huge fan of Tyler Huntley this week against Cleveland. If you're desperate, 18% rostered, you can do a lot worse. The other guy I'll toss out there for you super flexors out there, nine spots above this guy on the ECR. And this one's a complete and utter Hail Mary in every sense of the word. He's at 1% rostered right now. Desmond Ritter. Four, five, two, forty, ninety-seventh percentile there. Good weapons, you know, ninety-eighth percentile for his burst. Great elusiveness. Preseason looked very dangerous as a runner, and also made some really clutch throws down the stretch. You got Drake London, good wide receiver. I do believe in Arthur Smith, despite his inconsistent usage of his talent. I think he crafts a good run scheme. I think he does use his quarterback. I mean, Mark Mariotto was in the top five in rush attempts per game. So Konami following it, like you know, we believe in Hertz, uh, Justin Fields. And Justin Fields is throwing for like 150 a game and putting up top five numbers. I wouldn't be shocked. I don't think Ritter's at the elusive level. Fields is special as a runner. We get that. Ritter might not be special. We haven't seen it yet. But he has the at least speed to be very special as a runner at the quarterback position. So if you're desperate, don't be shocked if this guy throws, you know, runs in for two touchdowns here. And he's ranked right now below like Matt Jones, Sam Darnold, <laughs> Sam Darnold. I mean, I'd even start Desmond Ritter over Derek Carr after that four-point pathetic bust week. So that gives you my higher-lower Hail Mary quarterbacks for the week. Moving to the running back position, Wolfpack. Again, 50 of your thumbs-up button would be so greatly appreciated. I'm 29 spots above the ECR on Damian Harris. Now, I think that's very injury-related, and this often happens, but I have been running back 23, and I doubt he's going to enter the top 30 for your ECR. I think he's going to be the lead back. Ramondre has been banged up. Of course, if Ramondre comes back, we'll readjust this. But assuming Ramondre's out, I don't think we see him this week. This is last year's Damian Harris. He's the running back 12 in fantasy. How many touchdowns? 15 touchdowns last year. And he gets the Raiders a top seven matchups for running backs. Ramondre, yes, I do think we'd get, you know, whether it's Kevin Harris, whether it's Pierre Strong, somebody else will be in that rotation. But I do think when we had... Uh, Ramondre in. We saw Damian Harris when he was still an active part before he went down. He scored a touchdown in three straight weeks from weeks two through four. This guy is still a really hard runner. I still really like the player. He's a free agent, so I don't think they'll have any qualms the Pats about riding the wheels off. Assuming Ramondre is out, I bet you Harris sees 18 to 20 carries, but he finds the end zone at least once, maybe twice, and racks up 20 to 100 yards. I think he's a smash play. And somehow he's still out there in like 40% of leagues. Go check your waiver wire. See if he's out there. Um, of course, again, hinging on the fact that Ramondre is out. The other running back I'm a lot higher on, running back 26, plus nine is ECR. He's the running back three across the last two games. 
That's Jarek McKinnon coming off a 29-point effort, 19 the week before this. McKinnon's a beast. I've always been a McKinnon guy. So, of course, you know I'm horny and happy that he's absolutely killing it right now. But he's a monster. Everybody's in on Pacheco, and I like Pacheco. But McKinnon's the goal line back, or the red zone back. He's seen 80% of the red zone snaps the last three weeks. We saw Pacheco walk into 12 snaps uh, compared to just two for McKinnon that first game without CEH. But then he dropped a couple balls. He missed a couple crucial blocks. And ever since that, McKinnon, when it matters most, has been that guy in there. Don't forget they're facing Houston this week. So, yes, that sets up Pacheco nice. I understand that. He's probably going to see 20 carries. He's going to have a nice day. But I wouldn't be shocked at all to see McKinnon haul in at least one touchdown, maybe run one in as well. We know Mahomes, the most attempts inside the 10-yard line, 55. The next closest is Herbert at 41. So they love to pass it when they get inside that 10-yard line. Then McKinnon could have a really, really nice day. And that makes me lower on Isaiah Pacheco. I'm a running back 20, a couple spots above McKinnon himself. But that's also minus six, the ECR, which has him as a fringe running back one, right at running back 14. Again, 20% of the goal line snaps going to him and compared to 80% of the red zone snaps going to McKinnon. That makes a big difference. Now we've seen 11, 15, 15, and 11 points for Isaiah Pacheco, running back 21, 16, 11, and 19. He's been good, no doubt about it. Definitely been a good player. But I ultimately worry about McKinnon's involvement so close to the stripe. And so I think, uh, yes, I'd probably play Pacheco where I have him. I do. But as a fringe top 12 guy, I'm getting like Zeke versus Pacheco. I'd also, honestly, I'd probably go Ken Walker tonight over Pacheco. Uh, nice floor to Pacheco, probably safer than Ken Walker. But I still am a little bit lower on him. And I'm definitely benching this week Rashad White, who's out there. Uh, you know, a lot of people asking about him. He's my running back 32. Really tough matchup against Cincy. Um, and he's splitting the snaps. 40 snaps for White, 36 to Fournette. So it's nice to see him take the majority. But that's still, you know, just about a 50-50 split. We saw Fournette run more routes, 30 routes compared to 20 for White. Five targets for White, seven for Leonard Fournette. 13 carries compared to four for Fournette. That, that's a nice domination of the carry load. But missing out on those valuable, valuable reception totals, that's pretty nerve-wracking. And definitely a tough matchup on a bad offense in a timeshare. None of those boxes are getting checked for me. So I'm benching Rashad White uh, where I have him in most situations. And my Hail Mary before I see a super chat just came in. Love to see it. One Hail Mary quickly for you, though, is Pierre Strong. We just mentioned the running backs. Assuming Ramondre is out, I do think Harris eats Damian Harris. That is not Kevin Harris. Let's be clear here. And although if Damian and Ramondre out, maybe Kevin could actually be viable himself, too. He'd be the big back. I think regardless, Pierre Strong, assuming again Ramondre is out, will have a role even if Damian Harris is out there. 13% roster. And this guy on nine touches put up 90 total yards. Looking great as a receiver. He's awesome as a zone runner. I mean, he was the best, highest ranked zone runner in college football uh, last year. And he looked really nice on those runs on uh, Monday Night Football. Just had some juice. And yes, Kevin Harris played above them. But as soon as Strong came in, made those plays in the second half, he led the team in snaps. He was the lead back. He's the go-to guy. And he looked damn good. Did not disappoint in his action there. So very, very big fan of Pierre Strong. If you're desperate, 13% roster, the guy out there for your Hail Marys. All right, Wolfpack, we're going to move to the wide receiver position. But before we do, we have a super chat from Jose Laredo. Let me go find that one right here. Kittle or Driscoll? DJ Chucker, or Emore? Full PPR. Great questions, Jose. We'll talk about both these tight ends when we get there. So, man, this is tough. I love rostering Driscoll. I don't want to face him. It 
for the reason why you're asking Driscoll in the first place, let's make sure this is clear to everybody. If you're on Yahoo, he's tight end eligible. He's a quarterback. He might be the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans. He's 17% rostered. Stop what you're doing right now. I keep playing it. Listen to my rambles here, but also go pick up Jeff Driscoll if you're on Yahoo, because he might be a starting quarterback that you can play at tight end. We've seen that with Joe Webb as a receiver. We saw that with Taysom Hill last year, getting 20 points a week as the starting quarterback for the Falcons at your tight end spot. So 90% of the situations, I'm going to take a quarterback that's playing a tight end over the actual tight end. Like Kelsey's really the only one, especially with Mark Andrews kind of floundering here down the stretch, that I'd have above Jeff Driscoll if he is the guaranteed starter. The thing is, is he was about a 35 40% snap player, playing a lot of the short yardage, a lot of the red zone work. So that's the valuable stuff. Getting a lot of work as a runner, great to see, through the touchdown, whereas we got an interception from Mills. What I'm, I want to bench Jeff Driscoll this week. Let's see what happens. Let's see if he can take over the full-time quarterback role. Because until then, it's still the Texans in a part-time quarterback role on an offense that might score zero points is still pretty risky. So I, when I had like a guy like Kittle, who has, granted, not been anything consistent himself, but he gets Seattle, the second most points allowed to tight ends. This is a defense that gets bombed by the position. Now you got Debo out. Historically, Kittle without Debo has been a smash, set and forget, don't ask questions about him type of play. So I think Kittle, definitely a top five tight end play today. And as much as I'm intrigued by Driscoll, I'm glad you have him. Would love to have him on my bench. Don't want to ever face him. I have a hard time without knowing that he's a starting quarterback. If in the next five minutes he's announced as the starter, okay, we switch that up. But I'd like to roster him, see what happens. Again, this team has shown no issues with benching Kenneth Walker. Uh, I mean, I'd rather uh, Davis Mills. So, yeah, I have. I think he could be an absolute beat. And then Charker Moore, I think I lean slightly uh, Elijah Moore there. Um, against the, the Lions, no Corey Davis, 10 targets last week, Mike White coming on his own. I just love the talent there. So that's where I lean. I think it's a higher volume role. Alrighty, Wolfpack, it is getting close to kickoff time. We had so many super chats we had to take our time with. So let me rip through these wide receivers real quick. I'll skip the tight end position so we can then hit a rapid fire to all your questions before we get to kickoff. But let me hit your wide receiver, higher, lower, Hail Mary, real fast. If you need a question answer tonight, though, that super chat would be so greatly appreciated. I'll make sure to cut the line, get you there. Uh, but we got Christian Watson, wide receiver 14, plus 8 ECR. The fact that this guy's outside the top 20 wide receivers makes no sense to me, given he has been a top eight wide receiver in four straight weeks since he came on as a starter. He is averaging nearly 25 fantasy points per game. He's the number one wide receiver in fantasy points per game since coming on as a starter. And, oh, you take away his touchdowns, Wolf. Well, he's still averaging 12 and a half points, eight catches in, or four catches in 80 yards. You can't just say take away touchdowns when he's a monster red zone threat. He's a speed demon, and he's great after the catch where he can outrun the entire defense on any given slant. So I am in love with Christian Watson. I think he continues this absolute tear as the dominant stretch. Captain Quint, I know you're on there with me. Love this guy. My other wide receiver I'm high on is Michael Pittman getting the nuts matchup. Number one in points allowed Minnesota to outside receivers. He's seen eight-plus targets Michael Pittman in eight of his 13 weeks I think he comes on big down your stretch here for you against the Vikings. Lower for me is Jalen Waddle, four spots below ECR against Buffalo, wide receiver 17. One Buffalo has been pretty generous actually to wide receiver ones, but locked down on number twos. Now Tredavious White comes in. That secondary's looked great these last two weeks. And Waddle himself, 9-11, 1-14 points 
across his last four games, has not been a top 30 wide receiver in that span. And now you mix in the fact that nine inches of snow, maybe 20 to 30 mile per hour winds with a low forecast. I I have confidence in Josh Allen and the Bills to handle that weather. They're used to it. Those Miami Dolphins, though, the opposite end of the spectrum, a little bit nervous on him. I'm also a little bit worried about Terry McLaurin. He had 21 points last time out against the Giants in week 13. I always am skeptical about people coming right back in the next week and doing it again against that same opponent. to have that game film fresh. Coaches very rarely will allow the same player to beat them just two weeks in a row. So the fact that he's, yeah, 30% target share since Heineke came over, I get it. But 8-17, 8-7, Two of his games in his last five have been useful. The other three have been very mediocre at best. I think we get a very mediocre game. They just pound, 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 pound the rock. I'm also lower on Mike Evans. Saw some questions on him in there. Seven, eight, four, eight, and six PPR points across his last five games. That is abysmal. He has not scored a touchdown since week four. And yes, a ton of those have been sheesh. Like, where are the touchdowns? I don't know. But it's been sketchy. Now, moving to the Hail Mary position, Elijah rostered uh, against Detroit right now, actually up to 35% rostered. So he may have got picked up, but 10 targets with Corey Davis out last week, called six of them for 60 yards. So good workload share gets the team given up. The third most points to wide receivers played 61 of 75 snaps last week. Second most on the team ran 47 of 52 routes. Second most on the team, nine targets, 10 targets rather led the team. Love, love, love Eli Moore. But if he's gone in your league, look at Chris Moore, 7% rostered. Really like this guy. Kansas City's given up the fourth most points to the wide receiver position. This guy saw 11 targets, Chris Moore, for Houston. 10 catches, 124 yards in that loss. And I said it last week. He's my Hail Mary last week. I'm going back to the well because he's still somehow out there in so many damn leagues. Love, love, love Chris Moore. Alrighty, Wolfpack. I'm skipping tight end because I need to go and hit your mailbag. Kip Nelly, I'm giving you one question because we got a loaded mailbag. I can't answer more. Give me it's one. Only, Great to see it's you. only one. Alrighty. Gino, Purdy, Huntley, Watson. How many do you need? Gino. A beast. And I know it's a 49ers secondary defense is good. Definitely more of a pass funnel than a run funnel. They're a little binged up to in the back. Gino's just been too damn good to bench. I don't think he's been below 19 points in like five straight weeks now. Riding that hot hand. The other options just don't inspire any confidence. So give me Gino. I feel good about it. Hell yeah. Thanks, <laughs> Thank you, Campanelli. Keeping the streak alive, brother. Good to see you, as always. Sorry to be short with you. I would always love to talk longer ball with you. And thank you so much, as always, for moderating those Super Chats. I'll keep these eyes peeled for some more Super Chats. But Wolfpack, I'm just going to hit a rapid fire here. Again, a Super Chat, I'll pause. I'll make sure to go in depth for you. Be so appreciated. But with over 40 of you here, one last plea, one last call for that thumbs up button. And subs, anybody new here, we're almost to 3K. Please help us out. Please consider helping us get there. Alrighty. 49ers held Gino to yes. That's a little sketchy. I'm still riding it. It has not caused us any harm yet. That DK and Lockett fucking stack. Keep riding it, Fatty Mateo. I absolutely love it. Seattle's Goodwin at wide receiver? No way. I go Jarek McKinnon. It's my favorite option there. Jerry, but honestly, I like all three of them above Goodwin. Harris or Swift TN? I'm going Harris. Assuming he's in and Ramondre's out, smashing D. Harris. Sit one, DPJ, Godwin, Olave, Harris, Swift, probably DPJ, weather pending there. Hemmings, what's going on? I'm starting K- Kenneth Walker over Swift myself. Uh, I just don't think it's a timeshare for Kenneth Walker. He's off the injury report. I think he's going to smash. LJ Hurt, who do you start? Purdy, Dalton, Ryan. I'm going to go Ryan against Minnesota. Top three matchup for quarterbacks, 48 over under. I think that game can shoot up. I'm going to go Walker over Kirk. 
for the flex as well. Come for the football state for the Wolfpack. I hell yeah. Remember to like, comment. We're almost at that 3K. Let's go, baby. Love it. Thank you, David. Half PPR lost Debo, Pearson, Wilson. We need to get you some backups in here. Two receivers in a flex. DPJ, Gal, Judy, Zay, Pickens, Foreman, McKinnon, and Gibson. I'm going to go. Uh, I wish we could start two running backs here. I'm going to go. I think McKinnon's my favorite here um, at the running back position. And then for the receivers, I'm going to go Judy. And I'm going to go DPJ pending the weather. If it's looking ugly, really windy, I'll pivot to Zay Jones there. And smash that like button. Thank you, Sarno. Indeed. What's up, Kristen, man? Standard league. Ugh, grow up. <laughs> one receiver, two running backs, one flex. So you got to bench one of these options. Um, all righty. Oh, we need Okay, so let's see what we got here. Two running backs, James Conner, Aaron Jones, Jamal. So I'm going James Conner, Aaron Jones. Don't like either of the other running backs. So then we're going to go one receiver, Christian Watson, no doubt about it. And then in the flex, I'm going to go Christian Kirk there. All righty. Call in live. We'll pack not anymore at this point. Purdy or White, I'm going Mike White all day there, Sebastian, Alex. No doubt about it. 49ers or Broncos? Uh, give me the 49ers tonight. What's up? Uh, Broncos do get – you know what? Broncos get um, Colt McCoy. Give me Colt McCoy matchup. Six sacks against the Pats. Love that. Gino versus San Fran or Rodgers versus – uh, the Rams, I'm going to go Gino. Just been so damn good. Let's get this win, Millie C. Hell yeah. Cheers. Smash that like, gang. Hell yeah. If you're on bye, we can have Gabe Davis. You, yeah, definitely put him in the bye. Uh, make, don't give him the reps. No, bench him. Make him make him get in his own head. Should I flex Mason or wait? I'd wait for DPJ. Mason, you're really banking on an injury. Like, a really blowout duty. And I don't think they blow out the Seahawks enough to give you something reliable. Feel crazy asking about Brady or Matt Ryan. It's actually not that crazy, Chip. I do go Brady. I know I'm lower on him. He's my 18, and, and Ryan's my 20, though. Like, it's it's close. Uh, so pretty pretty close, but I'm going to go Brady there. And honestly, the upside's probably with Matt Ryan. Uh, kind of like Matt Ryan more. Um, now I'm talking it out. 49 defense or Patriots defense if you have Geno as QB? I guess Patriots. Um, I don't know. That, that's a tough one. I'd probably still go 49ers because they could, like, pick six him, and then Geno has to throw, throw, throw all day. Ayuk or Watson, definitely Watson. Never mention him. And I'm going to keep playing Tyreek. Yes, Nikola. Komet or Dolchix? I'm going to go Dolchix there. Arizona matchup so damn juicy and all those other weapons are hurt. Mason being a sneaky start? Nah, Millie C. I don't, I don't think so. I think you're getting too – an injury or a real big blowout. I don't think – I hope none of those happen um, tonight. Need a boom week. Zunivan, so if you need a boom, it's Kenneth Walker. Much higher upside than Zunivan. You need the floor. Zunivan's a lock for 12 to 20. Kenneth Walker's the one that can get you to 30. Probably not going to happen against this defense, though. Most cases, I do have Zonovan 16 versus uh, 17. So I'd go, I'd go Zonovan most times, but Walker does have the higher ceiling, though. Like and subscribe. You're the man. Favorite appetizer? Big mod stick guy. <laughs> um, I love wings, though. Always wings, Krana. Which quarterback do I start? Gino, Mike White, Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to go I'm gonna go Gino. Trevor Lawrence might be recommended by most, but I prefer Gino. He's just been so steady for me. I, I love him myself. Walker or Z Knight? Okay. Another one of these, again, my 16 and 17. I'm going to go Z Knight myself. Um, safer, feels steadier. Walker does have the bigger boom ceiling, but I'm going to go Zonovan. Ayuk or Ken Walker? Oh, now we're talking two of my favorite guys tonight. I'm going to go Ayuk, Jay Stahl. Nikola, the weather in Buffalo, I think it's overblown. Yeah, you keep your studs in there. You don't worry about Tyreek Hill. I'm with you. Dallas Garter, if he plays over Dulcich, ooh, that's a pretty good one, Cry. It's going to come right down the wire. We need to see if is Dallas Garter limited. He's going to be on a snap count. I do have Dolchik's above Okonkwu. Um, I probably have Goddard above Okonkwu too. I think right now, gun to my head, I go Dolchik's. But if, if Galswab's not limited at all, then of course we go him. 
By the way, thanks for telling me to bench Murray last week. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad. Obviously, I didn't foresee an injury, but yeah, uh, I'm glad that worked out for you. Start two, Walker, Etienne, Swift, Jamal Williams, or Dobbins. I'm going to go Walker, and I'm going to go, I think, Dobbins over, over the others. Sarah. Saquon or Miles? I actually kind of like Miles Sanders a little bit more. Seems a little safer against Chicago. Uh, start Goddard? It, it, yeah, probably. Depends on who your other tight ends are, but, man, he's good. Can you toss a like here? <laughs> Kids are in the bye week. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's go, Benny. Congrats on the bye week, and thank you for the like. Ayuk, Gabe Davis, or Higgins? I'm going to go. I, I think I'd just go Ayuk tonight and just – Play it safe. Higgins makes me nervous, and Davis certainly makes me nervous. Uh, what do you think about Eli Moore this week? Might have to start him if Higgins is a no-go. I think he's a fine play. As I mentioned in the higher lower Hail Mary, 10 targets, gets Detroit, third most points. I like it. Lazardo Chark. I'm going to go Chark there, Philip. Going against CMC. Oh, welcome to hell, Tyler Tunenberg. I have Walker, Najee, Etienne, Watson, Juju, and Higgins. Uh, start three of them. I'm going to go Watson. I'm going to go Najee, and I'm going to go Walker. Uh, Juju's the next one up, Nicholas. How do I do super chats? YouTube. I oh, figured it out. <laughs> thank, thank you so much, CD. I really appreciate that. Rashad or Ken Walker. I'm going to go Ken Walker, baby, uh, for you, Brady DeRosa. Tight matchup within one point. You rolling out KW3 or Walker. Uh, I'm going to go Walker over Williams for sure. Um, PPR. Walker. Swift. White. I'm going I'm going Walker. Jones or Purdy. I'm going to go Jones, but very slightly. Not, not really close. Daniel Duong. Walker versus San Fran or Elijah Moore versus Detroit. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Walker there. Mike White or Fields, a blender. You got that super chat in. I'm definitely going Justin Fields though, to reiterate it. I, I'm hoping, I think you're still there. Just making sure there's no super chats coming in. Cause I, I cannot scan for all of them. None so far, but we got about eight minutes to kick off. I'm going to keep rapid firing wolf pack, but this might be one. We don't get through them all. Uh, Cause this is a shitload of questions. You guys had so many super chats. Take my time with, I greatly appreciate so much. Uh, one last plea for that thumbs up button as well and subs if you're new around here. Um, I'm going Justin Fields 110%. Yeah, that super chat. I'll cut in line. I'll take my time for your questions as well. Uh, yeah, so again, Justin Fields. Waddle or Pittman? Ooh, I think it's Pittman. I have Waddle higher in the rankings, but I need to uh, I need to change that. Although I regret answering this because one, people supporting the site, man, you're calling people out for like being nice and sp- spreading Christmas joy, Avila? Fuck off. I'm, I regret answering your question. Uh, what's up, Wolf? Should I start Burks or Davis? Uh, Burks probably not going to play Brunel, so no. And then Demarcus Robinson over James Cook? Yeah, I'd probably go with that uh, in full PPR. Cook is just real risky at this point. Uh, and I don't think Burks is going to play. I might have got the Hawks winning tonight. 120, oh, good luck. Um, I do not I do not expect that myself. Mike White or Justin Fields? Oh, I don't keep repeating that. Um, so, yeah, we, we talked about that one already for you. Uh, CD Aliens. I, I go... Again, Walker over all those guys. Definitely Walker over Latavius Murray, Michael Hatful. The Muppets do rule. Hell yeah. We do have a super chat quickly coming in from the Mountain Man. So let me scroll down and find that one. Got to make sure to keep our word and uh, get the super chats first. We rocking Gino or Tua? I think I'm going to go Tua. The weather does make me nervous, but it's hard to know until we actually see the weather. Um, so I have Tua a lot higher. The floor higher with Gino, so I don't blame you. If you want to play it safe, they're close. They're really close. So honestly, I might just go Gino and play it safe. But I think the upside lies with Tua, and that the weather gets overblown. And so I think I go Tua myself. Uh, but if you want the safe floor, I don't blame you. They're they're close enough that it's it's not unjustifiable. Muppets do rule, and the Christmas story is a great call. Um, Niners worldwide. I, I don't think that's uh, yuck at all. Um, alrighty. Um, 
Should I go Green Bay or I'm going to go Green Bay there. Um, I'm just trying to find the questions you guys are talking back and forth. And I love it. Uh, Mike White or Brock Purdy. I'm going to go Mike White for sure, Giuseppe. Uh, I'm going to go Gino. I would just answer that one for you. Thank you for that. Um, for sure. I'm out, man, for that super chat. Ayuk or Zay Jones? I'm definitely going Ayuk. And I'm going to go Zay over Rashad White. Shout out the Bay. Hell yeah. Zonovan Knight. Hell yeah. Let's go, baby. I love Zonovan Knight. Um, I still feel... I know I get the, the risk with uh, Walker. I'm not going to ignore it, but I, I still feel him. Green Bay over uh, two flex spots PPR. White, Walker, Judy, Deontay, Jacoby. I'm going to go Walker and Judy there for your heart crush. Watson or Geno? I'm definitely going Geno. I do not trust Deshaun Watson at this point. Deion Brown. Pick three for Daniel Harlan. Barkley, Etienne, Knight, Dylan, Walker. I'm going Knight. I'm going Barkley. And I'm going Walker there. Uh, yeah, let's have a beer, baby. Hell yeah. Cheers. You chillered in all your super chats and everybody else who was willing to toss out some money to me. So appreciated, guys. Thank you so much. Such a generous night. You guys are awesome. D-Hop or Walker? I'm going to go D-Hop. But yeah, I get the, the hesitancy with uh, Colt McCoy, but I still think it's a little bit safer. No, I'm not flexing Jordan Mason. Talk to me about Walker versus Pacheco. I prefer Walker. I think it's a um, Pacheco safe. My hags. If you want the floor, you go with him. And Mason, yeah, maybe Mason could go off. I, I get that. I think he's a great player. It's a really bad rundy. They would need to be blowing him up. But if he gets significant work, if he gets 15 carries tonight, Mason's going to have like 90 yards if he gets more than 15 carries. So we'll see. But I think it's a very risky move. Um, all righty. PJ Walker? No, he's not, he's not starting. It's uh, <laughs> um, I think, all right, you guys are talking shit to each other. So I'm going to smell like up dog. Let me find... Uh, Saturday games this game. Yeah, don't forget, people. Exactly. Saturday games, live at Old Planners. Come on down to Beverly, Mass. Mountie, Pacheco, Lenny Swift, pick two. I'm betting Lenny and Swift. I'm betting them. I'm going Monty and Pacheco there for you. Uh, Walker or Deontay? I'm going Walker. Walker there for sure. Uh, pick two receivers. Elijah Moore, DPJ, Goodwin, Paris Campbell. I'm going to go Elijah Moore, and I'm going to go Drake London. Yahoo, just picked up Tony because of Murray IR. Uh, who would you drop to pick up Diskel? I would probably drop Mike Carter. I don't think he's going to be shit the rest of the year. I'm going to go Josh Allen for sure, Jerry. Melvin Dunzo, yes, definitely. Uh, maybe a stash for next year. Who knows? Yeah, let's go, Brandon. Thank you. Lockett, Hopkins, Tyreek, Christian Watson. I'm going Watson, Tyreek, and Hopkins. I'm benching Lockett, even though he's damn great options there, Brandon. Wow. Gino, Mike, Danny Dimes. I'm going to go Gino there, 909. Pick one, Walker, Waddle, Etienne, Godwin in the flex. I'm going to go uh, Godwin there, but it's close. Um, we already got that one for you. Ayuk or Foreman? I had to decide that myself, Fady. I'm going Ayuk. Walker, Montgomery, Murray. I'm going to go Walker there, Niners. Who to start? I'm, I'm in on Walker, I guess, clearly. Who to start? Three. Dylan Swift, Rashad White. Uh, you gave me three options, Gabriel. So I'm going to start all three. Start Walker and McLaughlin. I'm going to go Walker. What are your thoughts on picking up Cole Beasley? Yeah, no thanks. Uh, Justin Fields over Justin Herbert, baby. Uh, Nathaniel, Sanders and Cook. Who do I start? Kamara, Keenan, um, Christian Watson, Z Knight, Jerick McKinnon, Chris Gomer to lock it. I'm going to go Keenan Allen and Christian Watson there um, for you, Nathan. Oscar, pick two running back. Uh, that's too much. You got to limit it for me, Oscar. We got a rapid fire here or super chat, and I'll go through all of them. Uh, we might be able to, I'll circle back to it if you have time. Ayuk, Etienne, or Swift. I'm going to go Ayuk uh, for you, Sarah. Gino, Tannehill, or Rodgers, pick one. I'm going Gino. One Bitcoin if you answer Hayuk or Foreman. 
I'm going, uh, I'm going Ayuk. I had that question myself, and I'm going Ayuk, baby. Everett or Fryermuth? I feel Everett right now with Fryermuth banged up. We've got to track that practice schedule. Start one. Okay, that, that makes more sense. Dylan Swift or White? I'm going to go Swift very slightly. That gives us some time to come back to you, Oscar, because uh, you have another minute before kickoff. Two running backs and a flex. I'm going Aaron Jones for sure. I'm going to go Ken Walker over the others. And then for the flex, I think I'm going to go – Kirk, it comes down to Kirk or Walker. Uh, oh no, Kirk. So I'm going Jones and Walker for the running backs. I think I go Dobbins actually for the flex. Um, so yeah, so, uh, per- perfect. All right, Wolfpack. Phew. Bring us right to kickoff. Awesome rapid fire. You guys were so generous tonight on your way out. That last thumbs up button. So many new names here at the end. Fatty and uh, Gabriel and Oscar. Please do consider subscribing, helping us climb to that. 3K goal. Maybe we'll hit it tonight. Who knows? But best of luck, Wolfpack. Enjoy the game tonight. I hope you get all you can, all you need. We'll be live streaming at 11 a.m. on Saturday. Saturday football's back, but even better, we'll be live in person. For those of you that can make it to Beverly, Massachusetts, Old Planners Brewing, come on down, meet the Wolf, watch some football, have some great beers. It's going to be a legendary day, some giveaways, some merch debuts. It's going to be awesome. But we'll be live streaming too. For those of you that can't make it in person, we'll be live for you there. Best of luck, Wolfpack. Thanks again so much. So much generous support. So many super chats tonight. So greatly appreciated. And one last plea, the thumbs up button and the subs are two free, easy ways that do genuinely help us out and help us continue to grow. We'll see, hopefully, many of you live on Saturday um, in person or on the stream. Until then, in a world full of fans, sheep be the wolves and check out RoadStreetJournal.com for all our content, for all my rankings and all that good stuff. See you guys. Cheers. We used to have it all, but now's our curtain call. So hold for the applause. Oh, 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 oh. And wave out to the crowd and take our final bow. Oh, it's our time to go, but at least we stole the show. 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 Second effort, third effort, touchdown! Oh. That's pretty awesome. That's old-fashioned football right there, folks.